I order a couple of pizzas from a local pizza place today. I said to the guy on the phone, like uh, two large pepperoni pizzas and a small cheese. He said, I'm sorry, sir, we don't make small pizzas. We only make extra large, large, and medium. I'm like, yeah, it sounds to me like you make large, medium, and small. And you're listening to Stories from Central Mass Podcast with your host, Mike. And I'm driving home with my pizzas right now, and I really shouldn't shit on anybody because I'm going to eat them all. I'd like to give a shout-out to the Needless to Say Podcast. I sent them in a question uh, the other day. Because they asked, I listened to them, I've been listening to them for about, I don't know, two months or so, maybe eight, nine episodes, and they're very interesting guys, blue-collar dudes, a couple of white-collar dudes, and they hang in a garage and shoot the shit. They've been asking for people like me, I've also been asking for people to send in questions, but they actually have listeners, so it works out for them a little bit. So I sent them in a question, and not only did they uh, answer the question, they made it into like a giant segment in the beginning of their show, and they shouted out my podcast a half dozen times throughout the entire episode beginning middle end i just like to say thank you very much and uh try to think of something important to say to you again anyway thank you if for some strange reason other than the fact that you know me or you just feel like doing it if you'd like to be a guest on stories from central mass podcast hell maybe even a co-host reach out uh through instagram ask me a question uh, we'll set something up and uh, I probably won't follow through, but at least leave me a question, maybe a statement. Tell me a joke. Tell me the weather. I don't give a shit. Just tell me you're listening. Thank you. It's funny because it's my day off, and this is the day that I rack my brain about how, how, how am I going to put out a podcast? It's been a while. People aren't listening anyway, but how do I reach them? What am I going to talk about? And it's, like I said, it's my day off, so... I have to cut the lawn again. I'm like, oh my God, you literally did a podcast drunk about cutting the lawn and getting stung by a bee and babbling. And uh, I don't want to do that again this week. But describing the fact that I have done it in the past, well, that's just podcast gold. Things only a best friend could get away with. Some of your insecurities you may not let everyone know about. But my best friend Jay, one time while we were playing pool, decided to take the chalk and chalk the end of my nose with it. Yes, I have an Irish round nose. Yes, it was hilarious. But damn, was I dying inside. We didn't get much snow this past winter, and it's now July. And it's either 90 degrees out, or it's downpouring. Or somewhere in between. So my cellar keeps leaking. Or rather water's draining into it. So I decided to do the old test. You know. Test my faith in the Lord. And uh, go down the cellar. The water was just starting to break. Almost to my ankles. One side. You know. The uh, sump pump doesn't work anymore. So we have this like. Little hole over on the side of the floor. It's you know. Man made to. Uh, I, forgot what it's, I forgot what it's called. It's not like a. It's like a drainage thing with a water table. You just sweep all the water into it and it disperses. But when the yard is full of water, this doesn't work so good. So then <clears throat> I don't think about it until I need to use my sump pump that my, you know, it's not working. So I'd have to go and buy one, which everybody in New England is trying to buy them right now. Vermont is completely washing away really bad. So 
So it's not working. So I got to go down there with my little Black & Decker shop vac that holds about five gallons. And I vacuumed up 25 shop vacfuls of water. But before I did that, as I said, I had to test my faith in the Lord and stand in <laughs> ankle-deep water. <clears throat> and uh, plug the thing in while the cord is running through the water, you know. I just, I just, you know, I'm like, all right, well, I'm either getting electrocuted or we're just gonna be working for a little while. And seeing as how I'm here talking to you, whatever. I deliver bread out in Holyoke, Mass, and I have to cross over the Connecticut River where there's a big dam and a waterfall. If you're familiar with the area, you know what I'm talking about. And on one side of, there's two bridges I go over depending on where I'm going in Holyoke, which really means depending on whether or not my truck can get underneath the railroad bridge. And uh, there's an island in between these two um, bridges that go over the Connecticut River. And there's, you know, a couple of islands with big trees on them. And the water was raging so hard yesterday, there wasn't a spot of land on any of it. It was just trees growing out of the water. It was gnarly. So yesterday, after a long day of work, I swing through Price Chopper to uh, pick up some food for supper. Yes, I use the word supper because I'm I'm taking it back. Dinner is between noon and two. No, noon and four. And supper is anything after. I don't know. I make up my own rules. But anyway, I'm at Price Chopper. And I go there pretty much every day after work. They, uh, you know, you, you have a little place you can buy uh, beer and wine. So I'll grab a couple beers for that night. And I usually try to pick out a cashier that is at least over 18 so I don't have to have a supervisor come over and check me out just to move quicker and they have this new kid and he's obviously old enough and he moves really quick and he's he's good about everything knows everything he's probably only been working there a month he's always trying to make small talk with me so I have my uniform on from work which is a navy blue hat and shorts and shirts all the same color pretty much and he goes so you a fireman and I was like what and it says the name of the bakery I work for on my hat. My glasses are over the emblem, but I still have the shirt on. I'm like, no, nah, do you just read the shirt? He goes, oh, you're a baker? I'm like, no, okay, well, hold on. I, I, I deliver bread. You know, I'm a truck driver. Oh, okay, how's that? And I'm like, all right, and this kid's maybe 18, 19, maybe 20. I don't know how old you got to be to work as a, cash, a cashier that can ring out beer. And I'm like, it's fine, dude. He goes, yeah, I used to work at Five Guys and... The bread guy there loved it. He said he couldn't, couldn't, couldn't ask for a better job. And all I could think of was that's the most sarcastic guy in the world. Or he's one of those wackos that does not like the daylight and gets up, you know, yesterday to go to work today. And he goes, oh, is it tiring? I'm like, yeah, well, you know, I kind of, I'm like, all right, I'll give the kid a little break here. I start telling him a little bit about it. And I'm like, I work some very long hours. He goes, oh, so when do you get to retire? I never felt so old in my life. I know I have some gray beard. Beard hair, you know, I have a tiny bit in the side. So I'm 46 years old, dude. I'm like, dude, I'm, I'm I'm 45, and I caught myself. I'm 46 years old, 46 and a half. And he's like, oh, I don't know. I have no idea how old people are when they retire. And I'm like, dude, you. I realized that I'm talking to a kid who has no fucking clue about the world, but still, man, you just did some cold blooded shit. You asked me when I was retiring. I was like, yeah, not till 65, and by then it'll probably. And, as I'm explaining it, he's not paying attention, and I'm like, just left alone with my thoughts. And I was like, oh, well, at least I bought a couple of beers. I can let this kid off the hook. 
He wasn't trying to be rude. He just saw a guy with a gray beard and thought, well, how old are you? You could be any age. And I still feel like I'm a young guy to some extent. But then you really think about it and you're not. You know, I'm like, yeah, I still listen to rock music. I still, you know, I like these TV shows. Everything that I did growing up is classic rock now or just non-existent. I have no... I listen to my daughter play music, and I don't even know what genre it is. I couldn't tell you. It's like, oh, she listens to rap or pop or hip-hop or whatever. I don't know. And I've asked her. She's like, well, this is kind of... And she gets stumped. She doesn't really know what it is. She's like, I don't know. Popcore, weird core? Why is everything going to have a core? I don't know. It's interesting, though. But, man, that kid really shook me for a minute. I was like... I wasn't going to yell at him or say anything messed up. I was just like lost for words. I was like, Are you, really, dude? You think you think I'm ready to retire? And then my back is throbbing because I have a sciatic problem that goes all the way down to the top of my foot on my left side for like the last, I don't know, 16, 17 years. And I think, yeah, maybe I should. <laughs> I just can't. As you all know, as time keeps ticking by, this generation, Generation X and older millennials we're going to be working forever forever so make your peace with it I haven't yet but I know I should so my wife makes a good point she's like why do you got to tell stories about the past why can't you tell stories about the present things that are going on now and I think to myself well I don't really have anything going on right now she's like yeah you do I'm like yeah I know to some extent I work a lot of hours. I don't want to talk about my job on here. Someday I will when I'm no longer working there. But for now, it takes up better than half my day and I can't talk about it. So my daughter makes fun of me because I did see a bear the other day, about a month ago, a month and a half ago, just on the side of the road, like about to cross, saw us coming down the road, got spooked and ran into the woods. And I've told everybody I've seen about this. And people go, oh, yeah. And then you just, you know, if you have a, if you watch the news or you're looking on Instagram or whatever, there's bears all over the country, everywhere, walking in the stores and doing all sorts of shit. I don't know. Maybe it's just because people videotape more or whatever. <clears throat> videotape. Record, rather. So now my daughter breaks my balls every time. I'm in a group. We go to a cookout. It's just me and her. Where, you know, she doesn't, there's no other kids she really knows or whatever. It's my friend's kids. They, it takes an hour and a half for them to reintroduce each other and. So she's hanging by my side. And she's like, hey, Dad, why don't you bring up that bear story again? I'm like, what? So like, did you tell your friends you saw a bear? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I did. And I'm like, wait, I didn't tell this person. And she's like, she just starts laughing. She's like, you dork. You really going to tell them? There's nothing to your bear story, Dad. You were driving by and there was a bear on the side of the road. And I'm like, I know, but I saw it. i got to tell my bear story. And then I started to talk and then the music started to play and no one heard me and she just laughed even louder because her dumbass dad was sitting there literally going to try to tell a story about a bear that he saw for, I don't know, three, three tenths of a second. <laughs> I can't even tell you how long. I wasn't even sure it was a dog at first. I thought it was a, I'm a bear at first. I thought it was a dog. Anyway, she was breaking my balls. You get the point. Years ago when my wife and I first got together, we were on a date and we were discussing the ethical reasoning behind greyhound racing and how it was being uh, 
put to a vote whether or not to continue to have it in Massachusetts and New Hampshire. I don't remember the outcome of it or anything, but I told her, you know, you know, if you vote, if you vote against that, my uncle Harold isn't going to have a job anymore. She's like, oh, okay, well, whatever, you know. So some time goes by, and she had gone and voted, and, and didn't vote to get rid of the dog track. And I was like, what are you talking about? You said you were going to do that. She's like, well, you said your uncle Harold wouldn't have a job. I was like, well, he didn't work there. He just gambled. Anyone see the picture of the uh, undertaker scaring away a shark from his wife while on vacation in the Bahamas or wherever he was? This is my attempt at a joke. Hey, you think I can get him to come with me to the Cape next month? Oh. As a middle-aged mongrel American, I'd like to say thank you for tuning in to this fine broadcast and for telling all your friends about it. Oh, I gotta go. Someone's breaking into my house. Ah, well, that was a close call, or rather a bullshit story. That is my daughter and her friend coming in the house, and the dogs go ballistic. Look at these two little dogs, and they're ready to kill the mailman or the UPS driver. For some reason, they like the Amazon guy. I'm not sure why. Oh, wait, I just got a question in from a, a, a long-time listener. It's, it's me. What's your favorite comedy movie of all time? Now, most people would tell you, oh, Slapshot, Animal House, Me, Myself, and Irene, something like that. All great choices. But mine, Super Troopers. Super Troopers by Broken Lizard is the funniest fucking movie I've ever seen in my life. I saw that with my buddy Mark. <clears throat> I used to get over it on Fridays at noon. Oh, God, those were the days. And he used to work for the city. Well, he still does, but he used to work for the city then, too. And he'd get out around the same time. And we lived over in the <clears throat> north end of the city. The old uh, Showcase Cinema North, which is no longer there. Which only did about 20 years stint. Anyway, regardless, we went to the movies. Get a nice uh, six-pack between the two of us. Sneak in three beers each. Nice medium popcorn and a Coke. Because we was trying to support the locals, you know. And we laughed our asses off. And the only other people in there were like four of the couples. And they were all of retirement age. And I guarantee you the only time they were really laughing was when they were laughing at us laughing. One of the all-time greatest movies. Team Ramrod. This episode is brought to you by the Better Marriage Blanket. Because every now and again, you shit your pants in bed. Or at least you rip ass. This space-age polymer looks like a regular blanket, but has a whole bunch of charcoal and shit inside of it, so it will keep it from burning your nostril hairs out. The Better Marriage Blanket. Life is not the same since we had it. Hasn't been any different either, because we didn't really get it, but nevertheless, it's sponsoring this podcast. Marry a short gal, and keep your guns on the top shelf. She still might get you. But you'll definitely hear her dragging the chair across the floor. So I've seen these uh, shorts or reels or whatever about swift tracked trailer drivers not being very good. Maybe inexperienced and perhaps doing some stupid shit. And I was like, oh, well, that's interesting. That's funny. Whatever, man. I'll just keep that in mind as a punchline. And yeah. The other day. End of the day. We had a swift tractor trailer pull into my lot at work. 
Now, I drive a truck. I drive a box truck, and everybody else has smaller box trucks than I do. But we have tractor trailers pull in, do two-point turns, and back right into the dock. Pull out, go underneath the bridges, all around us, no problem. This chick pulls in. The end of the day. Traffic sucks, so I'll give her that. But she's in our lot. I had to go out and move my car. Another guy had to go move his car. There's only four cars in the lot, plus the trucks up against the, the walls, you know, the, the dock. And I showed up the next day at work, and my box truck was backed about 30 feet back up from where it was. I, could only, I couldn't imagine how long it took this broad to get out of this place. This might not sound all that funny to you, but driving a tractor trailer sucks. September 26th or 25th, 1926, Henry Ford declared the five-day work week with eight-hour days. And it was a meme I saw. And then the captions below said, Boo! Fuck you. Fuck you for booing the 40-hour work week and a five-day work week. God damn, man. If you're a nurse, if you're a truck driver, if you're a bullshit artist, or somebody who just works really slow, you know goddamn well you work a hell of a lot longer than that. So I heard comedians say something to the effect of chicks with full tattoo sleeves on their arms, yet they don't get their teeth fixed. Oh, that strikes home quite well. I gotta get my tooth fixed. Hmm, do I have a tattoo appointment? (coughs) If I could start... I'm sorry, did I start too quick? If I could start a professional sports league, I would do kickball. Number one reason why, whether it's politically correct or not, is Indian rubber. If you don't know what Indian rubber is, you're not trying hot enough. I could understand the anger you could have at me, but what could you possibly hold against the horse I rode in on? You ever notice how many PBS actors were in the movie The Warriors? And that, ladies and gentlemen, is what I call a podcast. Whether you do or not is irrelevant. If you listen this long, you're probably a friend of mine. And I'm sorry I haven't called. I'll leave you a message on your uh, voicemail, but you're probably not going to listen anyway. But nevertheless, it's summer. It's summer, baby. Go to the beach. Wet your hair. Put your sunblock on. Sunglasses are a must. I think my kids are upstairs listening to me talking to a phone all by myself and they think I'm crazy. They're not wrong. And you're listening to Stories from Central Mass Podcast. I'm your host, Mike, and you're not.